Welcome to the official podcast of Apostolic Lighthouse. We'd like to thank you for listening today. We pray this message blesses you and encourages you to see that God is working in your life. Enjoy the message. Praise God. See, folks, that's why we come. Because we, we, we need to be encouraged. Thank we need you, to we need to be reminded who's on yes. the throne and who's in control, yes. who created it all, yes. and who can take care of it all. Yes. Praise God. Because Amen. Amen. it's a scary place out there right now, and you know, you can get caught up in it really easy. But thank God. I feel like we're in an oasis. Yes, thank you, Jesus. In the middle thank of a desert. Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Feel like feel like we got into the middle. We got into the eye of the hurricane. You know that's where there's no wind blowing. It's like all right, praise God. Looks pretty rough over there and over there, but God's got a. He's protecting us right here in the middle. Thank you, Jesus. You keep Him in the middle. He'll protect you in the middle of any mess you're in. Yes. Amen. Amen. Just keep Him in the middle of your life. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Amen. While you're standing, would you open your Bibles with me to Hebrews chapter number 12? Hebrews chapter 12. Great to see everybody in the house of the Lord. Amen. I don't know if it's rain done or we got more rain. Who knows? Okay. Praise God. Hebrews chapter 12, verse number 1. Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which doth so easily beset us. Let us run with patience the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Amen. I want to preach on the subject, where are you looking? Where are you looking? People will naturally gravitate to where they are looking. They will go where they are focused. They will move toward, amen, what has their continual attention. For example, if we're always looking back, we're going to live in the past. It, and or if we're not looking anywhere in particular, your life will be at a standstill because, you know, you're not looking to the future or looking for, you know, setting goals for yourself. If you're just kind of, well, I'm just existing. Amen. And I, I think right now everybody is, you know, uh, whether we like it or not, we're looking at what's happening in this world, this in our country. Amen. We're seeing what uh, what happened in another country coming over here and disrupting our normal life style. And, and it seemed like just in the last couple of days, it just really changed. We're, you know, we're, we're, we're living here. Amen. Just all of a sudden, praise God. People coming down with this uh, Corona, COVID-19 virus. Amen. And, uh, you know, Tens of thousands of people in other countries uh, are infected, amen, and, uh, and many, uh, you know, several died, praise God. I thank God that many are recovering. That's a good, good, good sign, but, and we, we should try to remember that, praise God, as well. 
and not just look at look at all the infections, look at all the look at all the, the you know the deaths or whatever. And as it floats its way over here, Amen. Things, you know, are uh, you know they they just seem to you know you, you're just looking at the news and you're listening to the news and and just uh, you know water cooler talk at, at the at the at the workplace or the students are talking to other to each other at school and uh, you know of course social media is something that uh, can be a curse and a blessing uh, and sometimes it's uh, uh, it's not good in situations. You see that, you know, store shelves are empty when they really shouldn't be uh, because if people will just be calm. But I understand what's going on. You know, if they have to be at home for a while, if they have to whatever, people are going to, you know, I got to take care of my family. And, you know, that's understandable. It's like a survival instinct kicking in. Uh, or, you know, it is kind of like doomsday prepping, so to speak. It's sad. Amen. And, you know, uh, Psalms 55.5 said, Fearfulness and trembling are come upon me, and horror hath overwhelmed me. You know, things like this can happen, amen, and, and just in a, just a short period of a couple of few months, look, look where we are. Psalm 61.2, From the end of the earth will I cry unto thee, when my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that's higher than I. Thank God. Yeah, our heart can be overwhelmed, uh, and we can be in horror sometimes, uh, but we got a rock in our life. Uh, we got a stable, solid foundation, and he's higher. Amen. Praise God. When we are overwhelmed and when fear and doubt try to take over our hearts and when we feel instability closing in on us and we need, amen, to, at that particular time in our lives, uh, we need to look to the sure foundation and the solid rock, Jesus Christ. Amen. We need to cry unto the one that's higher than we are. I thank God my God's bigger than me. Praise God. I might, I might be bigger than a lot of people. Maybe I'm bigger than most people. Amen. Maybe only a couple people taller than me in this building. Right, Brian and Sal? Uh, amen. But other than that, praise the Lord. God is big. He's bigger than all my problems. He's bigger than all my questions. He's bigger than any mountain that I can or cannot see. Amen. Bigger than all my questions. Thank you, Jesus. You know, Luke spoke pr prophetically about the last days, which we're now living, on, living in. And we're in the last days. The last days aren't just a few days. The last days are a period of time that the Bible talks about at the end. It could be, you know, decades. It could be, you know, longer than that. Who knows? But we're in the last days. Luke, in 2126 of his book, said, Men's hearts failing them for fear and for looking after those things which are coming on the earth. Where are you looking? Where are people looking? Amen. Are they just focused on a virus and say, uh-oh, we're done. We're cooked. We're, you know, put a fork in us. We're, at, we're, we're it. It's over. Amen. If you're looking at that, I'm looking to Jesus. Amen. He's bigger than any virus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And let me tell you something, folks. This too shall pass. Amen. There's a famous phrase and a very familiar phrase in the Bible. It came to pass. Amen. Hundreds of times it's in the Bible. And this 
came and it might be wreaking some havoc now, literally and psychologically, of course, but it came to pass. Amen. And we're going to say bye-bye someday because Jesus is on the throne. So I'm not looking to man for my help. And I appreciate everyone that, that can try to help. I'm not even looking to government for my help. Praise God. Because, but government, you know, they can do what they can do. Praise the Lord. Amen. And, and they're trying their best. But you know what? This is something that, that uh, you know, how can you prepare for it? How can you respond to it? you got to just do the best you can. Praise God. Amen. And they're doing what they can. I, I feel like they are. But you know what? Uh, even with some of those things, uh, praise God, sometimes it comes short. But God is never short. Praise God. That's why I'm not looking for anything but to Jesus. It's not a time to look down either, folks. It's not a time to hang your head in defeat. Well, I guess this is the thing that's going to do us in. Oh, no. Praise God. Amen. We're coming out of this. Praise the Lord. It's going to happen. This is a time to focus Amen. Your attention like a laser beam and look up to the only one who could truly help us and save us. Praise God. Amen. That's Jesus. That's Jesus. You know, the, all Peter and the gang were out, you know, late at night in a, in a boat. And a big storm came up and Jesus wasn't with them that time. He he's told them he'd stay back and he'd see him, you know, another time. Amen. And out of nowhere, here comes Jesus walking on the water. That's a, that's a pretty scary sight for these guys. Amen. And they all like, Woo, look, ah, you know, it's a spirit. What's, what's going on? Because, you know, nobody can walk on the water. So got to be a lightweight spirit because they're like a feather, like, right? Amen. And so Jesus is walking on the water. Amen. And they cried out to Spirit, and he goes, no, it's I. Be not afraid. It's me. And then Peter, in one of his gutsy moment moves, he said, Lord, if it's you, can I come out there and walk on the water and walk to you, you know? He goes, yeah, come on out. And the other guy said, no, 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 you know? Get out, you know? And he's, he puts his foot, you know? Hey, wow. And he starts walking toward Jesus. You know, look at me, Mom. I'm walking on the water. Starts so walking toward Jesus. Amen. So here's, here's what I'm trying to get across, folks. Amen. Hallelujah. Jesus, hallelujah, was in the midst of that storm. There's waves crashing all around him. There's winds blowing and howling. Amen. There's water trying to, you know, sink their boat. Praise God. And Jesus is just standing calmly, standing, uh, calmly standing on the water, just, you know, so many feet from the boat, not, not going, everything's fine right there. And when, G, when Peter just looks at Jesus, he has faith. He's got confidence. Amen. He's walking on the water. He's not even worried about the storm because he's looking to Jesus. Amen. What are you looking at? Where are you looking for your hope? Where are you looking for your, your satisfaction? Where are you looking, amen, uh, for your comfort and your trust? And then, you know, Peter's intelligence kicked in. 
and his, you know, schooling and, you know, what his mom taught him about gravity and, you know, that this is ridiculous. Why am I walking on water? And by the way, there's a 50-foot wave about ready to drown me over here. And this, you know, this water's hitting me in the face. And I'm starting to think that I shouldn't be able to do this. And he got his eye off Jesus. And he was looking at everything else around him that looked bigger than the man Jesus. But Jesus was the biggest thing right there, praise God. And he began to sink. And he said, Lord, save me. When Peter was come down out of the ship, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. But when he saw the wind boisterous, he was afraid. And beginning to sink, he cried, saying, Lord, save me. And Jesus went and saved him. And they both walked on the water back to the boat. And then you have, you know, 11 apostles or disciples on the boat going, Amen. Jesus gets on the boat. He starts closing all the mouths. Praise God. See, with God, all things are possible. But you got to keep your focus on him. Amen. It doesn't matter how loud that thunder claps. It doesn't matter how, how scary that lightning looks. It doesn't matter how, how much that wind blows. It doesn't matter how much that flood looks like it's going to take us out. Praise God. That's what's going on right now, folks. We got to look to Jesus. We got to keep our focus. We got to keep our attention on him. Amen. Don't focus on the storm and the huge waves. Focus on Jesus. Don't focus on the trouble. Focus on Jesus. Don't focus on the problem. Focus on Jesus. Will the problem go away? Maybe not, but you're focusing on Jesus. And then the problem becomes a smaller looking thing. When I see it through the eyes of Jesus and when I'm looking at him. And he's giving me that reassuring, you can do it. It's going to be okay. Amen. Another verse in Luke about the end times. He said, when these things begin to come to pass... What are these things? Stuff like this. What did he talk about? Earthquakes shall increase in the end times. Famine shall increase. Diseases and pestilences shall increase. And how many diseases have we seen since about the, you know, the late 70s, early 80s that came out of nowhere, including this one that we're dealing with now, and we can name a bunch of other ones. SARS and MERS and Zika and H1N1, swine flu, and this and that and AIDS and that. Amen. And it all came. It's the last days, folks. It's perilous times. Hallelujah. But he said, when these things begin to pass, come to pass, then lift up your head. Don't hang it low. Lift it up. Amen. And look up for your redemption draw. Your God is going to be on your side. He's going to take care of you. Where are we looking? Where are we looking? All I see is long lines at the store. That's what I'm looking all I see is I open the cupboard and I'm down to five or six rolls of toilet paper. That's what I'm at. Amen. Yeah, that's a legitimate situation. Of course. Praise God. I was on my way to church this morning, minding my own business. Normally I go to the Stater Brothers if I need to pick up a few things for the kitchen. 
Amen. But this morning I was good. I didn't need to go. Thank goodness because they were in line. It was like a little after 7, 7 7.15, 7.20 this morning. And there was a carts lined all the way up from the Stater Brothers entrance all the way to the Starbucks, which is the last business before the sidewalk of the street. Amen. And I just think, thank you, Jesus. I'm going to church. Amen. I got the donuts, and I don't need any creamer or milk. I got it all. Praise the Lord. I'm going to the house of God. But it's time. It's time to look up. Psalms 5, verse 3. It said, My voice shalt thou hear in the morning, O Lord. In the morning I will direct my prayer unto thee and will look up. Amen. Folks, when you're praying, things will be looking up. Amen. When you, when, you, when you pray and you talk to God, then, yeah, you still got the inconvenience of situation or whatever, but it's not quite as bad because I've already told my daddy all about it. I already told my heavenly father all about it. Amen. In prayer. And I'm, I'm looking up, and things are looking up, and it's going to be okay, and this is going to pass, and it's going to be fine because God takes care of his people. Amen. It's time to pray and look up. Prayer is positive. Prayer is uplifting. Prayer brings hope and confidence. Prayer moves God and moves mountains. Pray, folks. If we haven't been praying like we should, you know, this kind of stuff would get us right down on the knees, a little extra. Amen. You know, last Monday, radio talk show host Dave Ramsey was talking about how the stock market was being negatively affected. You know, 2,000 points down. Oh, my goodness, our 401Ks, you know, this and that. Well, he wasn't saying all that, but he was kind of like talking about, he was like quoting people he'd heard about they were panicking and they were worried and all this stuff. And, and uh, we know that the coronavirus and also these, this uncertainty in the oil market right now, combination together is really bringing the market down. But he was just saying, you know what, hang in there. It's going to be okay. He wasn't even coming from a spiritual standpoint necessarily. He was just saying, you know what, it's going to be, there's always fluctuations in the market. Amen. Things happen, but you hang in there. You're in there for, you're in the market for the long haul. It goes down, but then it goes up. And folks, we're in this race Amen. It's not a hundred yard dash. We're in this race. It's a marathon. We're in this race for the long haul. Amen. And the first mile might have been rough. The second mile, not too bad. Mile number 10, we might have thought we were going to die and got a bad side egg or whatever. I don't care what it is. Amen. But you just keep going and you run this race with patience. Doing what? Looking unto Jesus. The author and finisher. Dave Ramsey said the level of anxiety you have, talking to his listeners, is directly tied to the number of hours of day you spend watching news. Because folks, the news is mostly bad. And it's really all bad right now. And he went on to say it would be best to turn off the news and open your Bible. He said that. Now he's getting to the spiritual stuff. Now he's getting to the good stuff. Turn off the news 
and open your Bible. Yeah, but, ooh, I want to have the blow by blow, minute by minute, second by second. I want to know how many infections and how many hospitalizations, how many are dying and all this stuff. Why? You want to go insane? You want to go nuts? You want to go, again, want to have a heart attack? You want to have an ulcer? You want to have, you know, an aneurysm? What are you, what are you trying to do to yourself? That's what he said. We are overstimulated with all this stuff, and it's just going to worry us. Amen. What can you do with that? Well, I can just, you know, Put it in my brain and get all worried about it. Why don't you open a Bible, amen, and read a little bit. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He making me to lie down in green pastures. Amen. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restored my soul. Amen. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Why don't you read some of that and listen to some of that, and then you'll not be anxious. You'll, amen, have peace, a peace of God that passes all understanding. Let your anxiety melt away as you spend time in prayer and in the word. I don't care if you missed that show or who oh, I want to miss the top of the news and the top of the who cares? Don't worry, you'll you'll get it somewhere because it's being jammed down every throat everywhere. Amen. It's on every little thing. Everybody's got a smart this and a smart that and this, and you're passing by, and if you don't see it on some store or you don't see it on somebody's phone or you don't see this news blip come up or whatever, you'll be plenty. You'll figure it out. It'll, you're not going to be, you know, in the dark about stuff. I'm just saying don't eat, sleep, and drink this stuff because then you're going to just be looking at it. That's all you're looking at. Look to Jesus. You're going to think this thing could take, hey, uh, this thing might, if in an arm wrestling match, COVID-19 might take the Lord down. No, you are not thinking right at all. Nothing takes the Lord down. Amen. Amen. God has never lost arm wrestling. Let me tell you something. The devil tried it and he got, ding. You hear that? That's because he's really small compared to God. Ding. That's like when you flip a little fly off you. That's what it sounds like when it's whirring away. Praise God. Amen. So God's word will open your eyes. God's word will put things into the right perspective for you, for us. God's word will bring great comfort and reassurance. Amen. So let's, let's not run this race with a bunch of heavy loads on us. Let's not load up with all these burdens and all this stuff. Because he said, don't run this race, amen, with, uh, you know, uh, the weights of life and the sin which does so easily trip us up. Amen. But run with patience. Take all the, the rocks out of your backpack. In other words, what he's saying? Some, to some of us are like, have you ever seen a marathon runner with a big backpack full of rocks? Nope, me, me neither. But you know what? I've seen a lot of Christians running this race with a backpack full of rocks. Amen. Yeah. Woo! I don't know why I'm winded. I don't know. Well, you got a hundred pound of rocks on your back. Woo! Yeah, but I gotta have those. Gotta have all those heavy burdens. I gotta have all those cares of life. I gotta carry that with me because I can't live without them. Oh no! Well, it's gonna weigh you down. You gotta. Lay aside every weight 
and the sin which does so be easily beset, and run with patience the race that is set before us. And number one thing of all, while we're running, we're not looking at that thing, we're not looking at that thing, we're looking unto Jesus who's the author and the finisher of our faith. In other words, he began our faith when we first started walking with him, and he's going to finish it. Amen. Amen. You stick with the Lord, and he'll write the final chapter in your life, and it's going to say, well done, now good and faithful servant, the end. Amen. Come on in. Enter into the joy of thy Lord. He'll finish your book because he's the author and the finisher. But if you get out of the race, he can't do it. We got to stay in the race and we got to look at him. Amen. Praise God. So we're in a race that we need to run with patience and not with panic. Because nobody can clearly think or think clearly when you're panicking. Amen. Have you ever been in a panicking situation? I know some people are right now. But, I mean, just in, in life in general, you just were panicking about something, whatever. You will do things you don't normally do. You will say things you don't normally say. You will, uh, you know, think things you don't normally think because you're panicking and you're not thinking clearly. And so your logic and your common sense, like, goes out the window. Amen. So let's not panic. Let's pray. Let's not panic. Let's read our, the Bible and let's look to Jesus. Amen. Praise God. I want to close with uh, just a, two or three very uplifting verses. Amen. Because I think we need to walk out of here uplifted. Yes. Not like, you know, with the bag of rocks. Praise God. Great service. No, we need to get up, stand up, look up, lift up. When these things come, lift up. Uh-oh, this is it. This is the big one. Lift it up. Praise God. Psalm 4, verse 8. I will both lay down in peace and sleep for you alone. Everybody say alone. alone. Amen. He alone, O oh Lord, he will... You alone, O oh Lord, make me to dwell in safety. You do it, Lord. We've we got to trust. If you're going to trust in one thing and really do it all, give it to him. Psalm 62, verse 5. My soul, wait thou only. Everybody say only. Only. Only upon God, for my expectation is from him. He only is my rock, my salvation. He is my defense. I shall not be moved. Amen. And the last verse has to do with about the end times. And, you know, he did say, he told us in Luke 21. He told us in Mark 13. He told us in Matthew 24. Amen. About the end times and some of the signs so that those that would be living in those times would start really perking up and say, okay, this is coming. It's, it's, it's getting here. But he didn't tell us that just to focus on those things. But you know, another good thing about what's going to happen in the end times is Jesus is coming back. Yes, he is. <laughs> Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus is coming back. 
Praise God. I'm not talking about the second coming where he physically comes back and ends Armageddon and the mark of the beast and all that stuff. No, he's coming back before then. It's called the rapture of the church. It's called the catching away. Amen. The Bible said, amen, the trumpet shall sound and the dead in Christ shall rise first and we which are alive, amen, and remain and living for him shall be caught up to meet the Lord in the air and so shall we ever be with the Lord. Wherefore, comfort one another. That's comfort one another with these words. That's what's happening at the end times. So I choose, if I'm going to think about stuff at the end times, I'm going to look at that and him, because that has to do with him, instead of all this other stuff that's really adding another rock to my backpack. Titus 2.13, looking for that blessed hope and the glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior, Jesus Christ. I'm looking for that, not for this other. And I know we can get caught up in the moment with all the store shelves empty and the lines and frustration and all that stuff. But you know what? When you're standing in line, because I know we all have to, right? Unless you have a butler or a shopper, special shop, <laughs> shop, personal shopper to go get your stuff and let them get all stressed out. But if you don't, then you're like anybody else, normal people that we got to go get our stuff. Amen. And we, you know, we get our map. We plan our strategy. We find out what stores are open 24-7. We think that they're going to restock about 2 a.m. We'll be there at 201. <laughs> Whatever. Amen. I'll take my chances with the, you know, the burglars and the purse snatchers at 2 a.m. because I'll get a better deal than broad daylight. Whatever. But it's all perspective. Amen. So even on Friday when I was standing in lines at five different stores for hours, I was just chewing the fat because I had neighbors. This cart behind me and this cart ahead of me. We were old pals by the time we got to the front door because it had been 30 minutes, 35 minutes or so. And so we almost knew the kids' names and everything was going on <laughs> and all this kind of stuff. And you just make the best of it. Praise yes. God. And you know what? You can just shine. I just wanted to be a light bulb. Yes. Just say, hey, Jesus. I got hope. I'm okay. Yeah, it's frustrating, whatever, but, you know, I'm going to make the best of it, and it's going to be fine. And then when something happens, or you know what, God will open a door, and someone will say something, and you're like, okay, Lord, thank you. Open door. Whoop. And what are they going to do? Like, well, I'm out of here. No, they've already invested almost a half an hour. They're not going to leave the line because you talk about Jesus. <laughs> so you talk about a captive audience. <laughs> Amen. I'm not talking about beating him over the head. I'm talking about moving in the spirit. And as God opens a door, he'll give you in that moment what you should say. Because he wants to save souls. He wants to turn this whole thing around to more people. Amen. Born again and ready to go. Let's all stand. Oh, praise God. Praise the Lord. Looking. Where are you looking, folks? Where are you looking? Let's look to Jesus. Amen. Let's talk to him. What an incredible message. Thank you again for joining us on the podcast. And may God bless you.